Can a 4-H camp have a statewide impact? Turns out it's possible. Welcome to Around Farm Progress, a weekly podcast that looks at agriculture issues across the country. I'm Willie Vogt, your host and editorial director for Farm Progress. In this podcast, we work to share many stories of agriculture, which is a multifaceted industry. This time out, we've got something a little different, but no less worthwhile. For generations of families, it's a summer tradition, taking the winding, twisting two-lane blacktop through the Flint Hills to drop kids off for camp at Rock Springs Ranch State 4-H Center near Junction City, Kansas. 4-H camp is a rite of passage that helps youth across the state develop leadership skills and independence. But this camp facility is used for much more, including FFA officer trainings, leadership retreats, Kansas Ag and Rural Leadership classes, and family reunions. You'd be hard-pressed to find anyone in Kansas who hasn't got a story about swimming in the Rock Springs pool, riding horses on the trails through the native grass prairie, learning to shoot an arrow, or overcoming the ropes course. And let's not forget gorging on the made-from-scratch cinnamon rolls in William's Dining Hall. This 735-acre gem is celebrating its 75th anniversary, and Kansas farmer editor Jennifer Latsky caught up with a few folks from the camp to talk about its history and its future. Well, hey, everybody, I'm Jennifer Latsky, the editor of Kansas Farmer, and I don't know about you all. If you're from Kansas, you probably have a connection to Rock Springs 4-H Center. Rock Springs Ranch has been around for uh, 75 years this year. And joining us today, we have with us Jake Wooster, who is president and CEO of the Kansas State 4-H Foundation. We have Jim Wheaton, executive director of Rock Springs Ranch, and Anna Ramsey, the marketing and events manager for the Kansas 4-H Foundation. Folks, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having us, Jennifer. So excited to be with you. Well, Jake, I'm going to start with you. Uh, let's just start, let's go back to the beginning. Rock Springs, we were established in 1946. And as I remember it, and, and as I recall the story, it was ab- actually established by a group of farmers out in Western Kansas, kind of headed up by Herb Clutter himself, right? Well, that, there, were, uh, there were a number of uh, individuals who were very, very instrumental in that, including, uh, yes, some farmers from Western Kansas, as well as uh, J. Harold Johnson, who was the state 4-H leader at that time, the very first state 4-H program leader we had in Kansas. And they knew that having a place to call home for Kansas 4-Hers, uh, particularly in the camp environment, but really a state gathering point for uh, our 4-H was really important. And um, while there were some certainly some adults involved, I would say we have to give most of the credit to the youth at the time who were inspired by that vision. And in 1945-46, in that time frame, youth raised $22,500 from all 105 counties of the state to fund and uh, purchase Rock Springs Ranch. And um, initially, they uh, they mortgage they got a mortgage to buy the property in that late 1945. And by the time the first campfire uh, came around in 1946, they were able to burn that mortgage because youth went out, talked to their communities and said how important this was. And so, um, you know, Rock Springs started from a perspective of philanthropy and 
caring adults, seeing vision, seeing what youth could do. And that's been the story of 4-H for its 115 year experience, uh, existence. So we're just so pleased that we're getting ready to celebrate and going to be celebrating all year long, 75 years of 4-H camp at Rock Springs Ranch. Um, it's truly a remarkable place. It really is. Jake and, and Jim and Anna, I have to say, I, I grew up just five minutes away from there. Uh, my mom worked at Rock Springs Ranch for a time. My siblings both had summer jobs at Rock Springs. In fact, my parents would not have met if my grandfather hadn't gotten a job at Rock Springs as on the custodial crew and my grandma working in the kitchen. And so, um, look, it, it is in the, the DNA of the Latsky family. <laughs> uh, Jim, let's talk, let's ask a little bit, um, let's talk a little bit about Rock Springs Ranch and what makes it so special. You've got a long history in working with camps. Um, tell us what drew you to, to working out at Rock Springs. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the best thing about Rock Springs is just the beauty of the property. Uh, I think the, the first time I came out and met with Jake to, to talk about coming out this way, you know, you, you just hit the Flint Hills and, and you just fall in love with the beauty of the rolling hills. And, you know, I just drove in again today uh, from Kansas City and I, I hit the sign on monument sign on the side of the road and pass all that fresh green and up grass. And, and then you, you, you come into Rock Springs and you kind of drop down into the bottoms, you know, so I'm a Missouri native. And so I'm used to the Ozarks and, you know, I never feel like I miss the Ozarks uh, when I'm here at Rock Springs, you know, the, the spring flowing a thousand gallons a minute and in that wet kind of woodland area. Uh, it, the ecosystems that we can talk about, you know, is just so diverse. It's, it's just got its own little uh, piece of specialness out here in the middle of uh, Kansas. So for our listeners, I should probably back up here a little bit and explain. Rock Springs started out as a ranch. And so what makes it special are the springs. And Jim, you mentioned it, are, are springs um, that are based underneath Rock Springs. They are unique, right? Can you talk a little bit about those for our listeners? Yeah, the, actually Rock Springs, uh, the spring itself is the second largest, one of the second largest in Kansas. Uh, we flow about a thousand gallons a minute. Uh, obviously, with rain flow, you see the, the, you know, the flow rate goes up and down a little bit. And, and Jake and I always tease each other. We don't want to be here if, if anything ever happens to that to the spring, knock on wood. But uh, with that, you know, it comes out at that constant 55, 56 degrees temperature. Uh, it's been flowing out, you know, and then the nice thing about it is the property itself, even before the ranch was, was, sorry, my, I didn't turn off my Rock Springs Ranch radio there. Um, <laughs> The, uh, you know, the spring has been flowing millions of years. So whether uh, it was, uh, you know, native uh, bison coming through looking for a watering hole or whether it was the, our, our Native American uh, friends that have, that have been here over time, uh, it's just had a long history of sustaining this piece of the woods. Yeah. Prairie, I guess. I remember when I was a kid going out there and playing in the in the spring water as it was coming out before it went on the, the big wheel. Uh, the ranch house, as we all used to like to call it, uh, it's no longer because it was structurally unsound for us to, to have around a whole bunch of kids, but we still have the water wheel in place, right? Yes, the water wheel's still there and the camp tradition of playing freeze out is still alive <laughs> and well at Rock Springs. Now that brings to mind a lot of camp traditions um, for 4-Hers from all of our counties. Uh, let's talk a little bit about camp traditions. Um, we've got the big pool and we had some improvements to it. We're now talking about improving the ropes course, course which honestly, you know, truth be told, that was my nemesis when I was a kid. 
I was not good at the ropes course. <laughs> uh, Jim, Jake, Anna, which um, who wants to talk about the ropes course? Well, I'll take I'll take a stab at, at getting us started anyway. We're we're super excited to have youth engaged uh, this year and and youth contributing to the success of Rock Springs. As I said, it started with youth. Um, you mentioned the pool, and the the pool was the very first uh, improvement made to the property after we uh, after 4H purchased it. And youth decided that's what they wanted to raise some money to help make happen after the initial purchase. And it was the first Olympic size pool in the state of Kansas. Um, youth have contributed to that success, to success of the, the facility over the years and uh, have always been involved. And that tradition continues today. Uh, there's a brand new high ropes course, adventure course uh, being constructed as we speak. Uh, youth are, have a goal right now through their endorse the course program to raise 25000 thousand uh, dollars from youth to contribute toward that overall goal for the for the course and we're really confident here by the uh, by the end of the month that they're going to get that done and we're just excited about the fact that they're they're making um, efforts themselves and putting some skin in the game and saying we believe so much in this that we want to contribute toward it and we know that's a, an element as we continue to evolve camp and we continue to think about how do we how do we stay true to our traditions of developing leaders, of developing leaders that understand the environment around them, uh, nature, and that uh, have the ability to interact with their peers in a positive way? How do we do that in the best way possible? And this was a logical next step for us. So we're super excited to open that course this summer uh, and to continue to build upon it in the years ahead as we think about the experiences that youth had. And uh, Jennifer, just like you, I've had my challenges uh, in, in uh, uh, experiences like that. I've also had some of my biggest and most memorable experiences at the, uh, in those same uh, times. And I think that's what we're all about. That's what camp is about. That's what immersive experiences in 4-H are about, are creating memorable experiences that challenge youth, that give them the opportunity to work together, uh, where they can learn to encourage each other, to help each other uh, and to build on those um, kind of core values that 4-H has always uh, taught, which is, um, you know, belonging in a group, uh, working together to master something, building some independence and, and being generous with each other along the way. And that's what uh, our adventure course is going to be all about at Rock Springs. Jake, I'm so glad that you mentioned that it's part of building leaders because there is a special magic when you get to Rock Springs. It is tucked away. You can't really get there very easily. And once you're there, it's almost like you are in a, in a different part of the world. You know? And Jim, you see that with all the groups that come out there, whether they're 4-H'ers or FFA or the CARL program, um, there are so many people that find Rock Springs as, as their touchstone. It's, it's a place where everybody knows your name essentially, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I think one of the, the things that I, that I enjoy the most is uh, having something that just says Rock Springs on it. Doesn't matter whether it's a hat or a shirt or a summer staff shirt or something. Uh, and you already kind of talked about it. Everybody knows about Rock Springs. You know, if I'm on the Turnpike, if I'm in, in Southwest Kansas, uh, it gives you that instant commonality. Uh, you know, I was just, we were doing some infrastructure work, working on some, some plumbing projects and a gentleman came up to me and and uh, just started the conversation. He and his wife came here as 4-H'ers um, and he, he couldn't remember exactly why, but he knew that they'd been here for a couple of different adult type retreats. And, 
and, and just had all those memories and connections. And, you know, I think that's the, the cool thing when you add something like the, the adventure course, you know, it's, it's where we all learn our Midwest family values, right? You, it gives you that chance to uh, not only kind of come across your own independence and, and try something new and, and that challenges you, but you do that together, which lets you get that respect and, and uh, you know, compassion for our, our, our fellow uh, human beings and how we interact with each other, which, uh, you know, uh, you, just, you just can't buy that anywhere else. It has to come from the hard work that happens at a place like Rock Springs. You know, you're, that's so true. One of the things that I still do to, the, to this day, and, and it's been, let's just say a few years since I was a camper, um, but I still set the table the 4-H way, still, uh, because of all those years of KP duty. I, I remember, my, like I said, my siblings, their first jobs off the farm was at Rock Springs, and, and you hire a lot of local folks out there. Um, there's a lot of, of youth that, that their first jobs are Rock Springs. Um, talk a little bit about uh, Rock Springs as an employer in the community. Absolutely. I, I think it's, you know, the seasonal opportunity is, is fantastic, but, uh, you know, we wouldn't exist without having some folks in, in the surrounding area that come in and know the magic to make the cinnamon rolls, you know, and, and uh, get here at, you know, five o'clock in the morning and, and start that process. So when the campers roll in at 730 uh, or whatever group you're here with, you know, the coffee's on and this, you, you've got that kind of, you know, we all uh, eat something when we come to Rock Springs. And I think that kind of ties ties all of that value in, um, you know, so we do have folks that help us on the grounds, you know, this type of year with, uh, you know, seasonal mowing, we've got about 100 acres in the heart of heart of the property that we try to keep mowed and, and uh, kind of keep the poison ivy at bay in some of those areas. And that that takes a lot of hands, uh, you know, food service, we, we typically run, you know, upwards to 25, 30 people in the dining hall, um, you know, to be able to feed 500 uh, 4-H folks in the dining hall. So it, we, we do have a lot of that, the, the trades, you know, one of the things I enjoy most, Jennifer, is talking to our summer staff every year. You know, Rock Springs is, is kind of its own little city. You know, we have our own infrastructure, we have our own food service, we have our own entertainment uh, uh, and housing and hotels, if you will. And so I always tell the summer staff, I don't care what your major is, I don't care what trade you're planning to go into. Uh, there is something that, that has has some element at Rock Springs that you can apply to your future professional career. And, and this is the place to kind of get that experience where you're, you've got that camaraderie and team environment that's just built into the DNA of a place like this. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about camp in the time of COVID. Um, we, we couldn't have camp last year. Uh, we're going to have camp this year. We're coming back. Uh, Jim, what does that look like uh, for you all? And what sort of preparations are you making to make sure that 4-Hers are safe, that their parents are reassured that they're safe, and that everybody still has a good time while they're out at the Springs? Yeah, I, I think probably the biggest thing is, is that, you know, Rock Springs is always about camper care and safety. Uh, and this year was just got a little bit more attention to it, right? So, um, you know, obviously, um, you know, I, I think one of the big things that's happening at, with us is, is in the closure. We've really focused on some improvements. And one of those is we have a brand new kind of state-of-the-art health center uh, that, that should be opened up in time to, to be there for the summer. Uh, so it's got two, two exam rooms. It's got some better medical uh, uh, supplies and, and, and uh, storage areas and things like that. But it also gives us the room if we need to have some folks come away from camp and kind of uh, check on them and check their symptoms, we're going to do that. Uh, we're working with KDHE to be able to do some 
uh, rapid antigen testing um, if, if anybody chooses to come become symptomatic and some of that kind of stuff. But probably the biggest thing is just really enhancing our, our cleaning, cleaning protocol that we always have. Uh, you're gonna see us doing a little bit more uh, high contact area, wiping down, touching down daily basis. We'll be in cottages probably more than we normally are. Dining hall will be in places like that and the heritage hall two or three times a day, just kind of hitting those spots. Um, we're, we are opening it up at a 50% capacity. That's kind of a, a CDC, KDHE, American Camp Association, and even uh, working with our partners at K-State for 4-H camp. That's just kind of where things are at. So we're obviously going to try to make sure when kids are outside and, and uh, breathing fresh air, running around, doing what they do, whether they're in the pool, riding horses, uh, trying out the new adventure course, you know, we're going to do as, that as safely as possible. Well, that is, that's so reassuring to me because uh, camp is just one of those experiences that, that kids really need and, and being outside and, and being able to make friends and, and to meet, meet new people. Um, from half of my college friends, I actually met when we were camp counselors together at Rock Springs way back in the before times. So uh, there's just so many neat things that, that come together out there at Rock Springs. So Anna, let's talk about the celebration for the 75th. What's in store? I know plans are still a little bit um, up in the air, but, but what exactly are we hoping to, um, to kick off this year? Yeah, and I'll um, also open this for Jake and Jim to, to join me in answering this question. And, um, you know, as we started to think about the 75th, um, there's a lot of memories that come back. And so um, as we I uh, think to honor those traditions, we're also looking forward to what that next, what the next 75 at Rock Springs looks like. And so um, this summer, I know Jim has some special things planned for campers at camp. So I'll let him kind of uh, talk a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah, one of the things we do at the start of camp, Jennifer, is we've started kind of a, you know, there's always the picnic tradition. And, and we've kind of moved that to, uh, it kind of happens right outside the dining hall. Uh, now um, in kind of the below the flag plaza, but we usually kick that off with the hamburgers and hot dog picnic. Uh, that's always kind of got the, you know, you're here, let's go, let's have a, a fun couple of days. We're going to enhance that a little bit, just talking about the 75th anniversary and, and, and uh, I'm sure there'll be some type of giant cake in, in there at some point uh, that kind of alludes to that. Uh, we're also going to make sure everybody that comes to 4-H camp this year goes home with a t-shirt that kind of recognizes the 75th anniversary celebration uh, and, and, and do some fun stuff like that. Um, you know, I think this is just an exciting year to be able to say we're, you know, glad we're back at Rock Springs talking about, you know, camp and making new memories and just thinking about the possibilities for the next 75 years. I think, you know, um, you know, camp is, uh, COVID was tough on a lot of camps and having one that's alive and well and thriving and growing uh, is something to, to be really proud of in, in Kansas 4-H and, and, and one that we shouldn't take for granted. So we want to celebrate it and, and look forward to the future as well. So Jake, um, let's bring it back to the Kansas State 4-H Foundation. Uh, Rock Springs plays such a big role in our in our foundation as, as far as it's it's the crown jewel. Um, people know uh, Kansas because we have Rock Springs. They know Rock Springs because it's in Kansas. Um, let's talk about the next 75 years and, and what does that, what are we hoping for to grow? 
Yeah, well, it's a it's a big responsibility to feel uh, from a, a leadership perspective to really be thinking about the fact that here we've been for 75 years and we want to make sure Rock Springs Ranch uh, remains relevant, remains impactful, uh, continues to change lives for another 75. And Jim and I talk about that a lot. Our whole team talks about that. And and we know that that, that experience that young people have at Rock Springs Ranch tends to be um, a, an enhancement to and a real uh, intensive, immersive experience for them that they can't get anywhere else, but it's it builds on their entire 4-H experience. And so we're working hard with generous donors uh, to talk about what does that next 75 look like. And we've developed a new master plan uh, over the last couple of years that is going to guide us uh, as we look forward. And one of the things people hear master plan, they think about buildings and and you know that sort of thing. And um, while that certainly was the end outcome was to have some some good facility uh, planning done, what drove that was programmatic uh, decisions. It was how do we make camp um, even more impactful than it ever has been, even uh, better than it's ever been, as good as it's been. And it's been incredible. Uh, Kansas has a long history of great 4-H camp experiences. And so we're building on that as we look to the future. We're going to continue to make sure that camp is a safe place uh, where young people can come. We know that today, more than ever before, youth need the opportunity to unplug from their technology, to come together in a new environment, to get outdoors and experience nature, and to do it with um, caring adults that, that want to make sure they have an incredible learning experience that happens while they're having fun. And very, very rarely anymore do youth get to have that opportunity to get away from their home, have a 24 hour a day, you know, day and night, living together with new friends from uh, other parts of the state, where they learn how to, how are we gonna eat together? How are we gonna uh, get ready in the morning? How are we gonna um, work together on these, uh, on these um, fun but challenging opportunities that we have? And that 24 hour a day over multiple days experience is just really unique. And so we wanna make sure Rock Springs stays that way. We've had generous donors that are stepping forward to help us continue to enhance the facilities. Jim alluded to the health center, we'll be opening it this summer. We've done two significant cottage remodels uh, and we have lots more plans on the, on the table as our funds allow over the next few years to put us in a position to say, Rock Springs is here to stay. We believe in it. Uh, we know that it matters now more than ever, and we're going to continue to enhance it uh, as we move forward. So we're, we couldn't be more excited about where we're at. And yeah, from a foundation perspective, Rock Springs Ranch is, is a cornerstone to what we do uh, and always will be. And we look forward to, um, to youth experiencing it this year as we kind of relaunch camp after COVID, but also in years to come. Okay. Well, folks, uh, before we leave, What's your favorite memory of Rock Springs? It can be from recent or it can be back from your days as a camper. Uh, Jim, you're, you're, you're new to Rock Springs um, a little bit. So wh what was your favorite memory of Rock Springs so far? You know, I, 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 you know, I, I always go, there was a little guy that, that was here for, for camp and, you know, I love dining hall time, right? Because, you know, you get to, you get to stand in the middle of the chaos and, and listen and hear the chatter and the voices, but uh, we were wrapping up KP and, and I can't remember the young man's name, but, but he came up and wanted to go fishing. He goes, what do I need to get, do Jim to go fishing? And, you know, it was like the last day of camp. And I said, well, 
you know, your, your, your group has free fish time, you know, it's, you're welcome to go up there. And he goes, well, so far the guys I'm with, we've ch chose something to every other time we've done that. And, and, and so I was like, well, have you talked to your counselor about it? And he said, well, no. And he says, I said, well, talk to, talk to him and, and see what he says. And he takes off and, you know, I think, okay, you know, we'll see him later. Well, pretty soon here comes this counselor. And he's like, you, Jim, what I say to him, you know, he said, I said, well, you know, I don't know, you know, this is a 4-H discussion, right? Where are you at? You're, you're in charge. They've, they've been, to, sounds like you've been to the pool, you've done this. And he goes, yeah. And I said, well, maybe it's time for you to say, hey, you know, we, we've ignored him. Let's, let's go fishing. And at dinner that night, you know, the kid came and found me. He's like, I got to go fishing, you know? And so to me, that's, that just sticks out of me as the, the perfect 4-H camp story, right? It's, it's where the, the, somebody tried to do something they just were dying to do. He brought his pole. The counselor interacted with them, and you had that, that kind of leadership role and things like that. I mean, it's just the camp magic that happens at 4-H camp, you know, and, and uh, you know, that's just the one that stuck with me the most in the last four years. Anna, you were a Kansas 4-H'er, right? So what's, what was one of your favorite memories of Rock Springs? Yeah, and this takes me back to when I was a 4-H member and was um, actively going to 4-H camp um, and also then participated as an older 4-H'er helping to lead, lead camp. Um, but I always go back to campfires and uh, specifically campfires in Kaufman Council Circle. Um, there's just something about being collectively with this group of people um, like you are there at this one time and it just seems like um, if you were to capture a photo, like you know exactly how you felt in that moment. And so you can go back to that location at a different time and feel that same feeling. And so to me, for me, that is Kaufman Council Circle. Even today, if I go there um, without anyone else around, those feelings um, of camaraderie and friendship really come back. Okay. Jake, favorite memory of Rock Springs? Yeah, it's it's really hard to choose uh, because every time I go out there, something new happens that's amazing. But uh, six years ago this summer was my first year uh, after having come to to work at the foundation, and I went out one uh, was there early one morning as they did flag raising uh, at Flagpole Plaza and to watch the American flag go up the pole, followed by the 4-H flag and the Pledge of Allegiance and, and the 4-H uh, pledge and that kind of kickoff moment in, a, in what was fortunately a cool uh, but wonderful June morning. It, it, it was a special moment for me and I'll never forget it, just watching all those youth and the pride that they had, the optimism they had and the way they were looking forward to their time. Um, just, it, it was like that, that, uh, quintessential moment where you say, this is what we do it for. You know, this is why we, we put all the work in. And so that moment stands out to me as one I'll never forget. And, uh, I, I look forward to the opportunity to participate in all of the activities and what Jim said was, uh, spot on what Anna shared was spot on. And it's just, it's a wonderful place. So we're excited just can't wait for summer 2021 uh, after the challenging year youth have had over the last year we're super excited to get them back out to rock springs ranch and to have just a wonderful time this summer well i am just so tickled that uh 75 years we are celebrating of rock springs uh camp rock springs state 4-h center 
what is the official title of it? I always get it mixed up, guys. I, I just is Rock Springs. It's Rock Springs works. People know Rock Springs, but uh, from a uh, it, it is uh, Rock Springs Ranch is uh, the name of the facility. We often also call it Rock Springs 4-H Center, and uh, both of those are appropriate. But when you when you think back 75 years, this was Rock Springs Ranch in the beginning. People love the ranch uh, as the name, and in fact, we're launching new branding and new. Um, uh, um, website and all sorts of fun things as part of, of our 75th celebration. Uh, and so Rock Springs Ranch it is. That's our, that's our, our core go-to message. And it is the State 4-H Center uh, at Rock Springs Ranch, and we're proud of it. Well, great. So if folks are interested, where can they go for more information about Rock Springs? If they want to have a family event out there in the off season, or if they want to just um, explore opportunities for their state, their, their own 4-Hers. Yeah, we absolutely have a, a great uh, guest experience team uh, that's ready and willing to, to handle all inquiries. If you go to rockspringsranch.org, uh, you can see our new updated site and it, it'll show pictures of facilities, activities, and it, it's got some of that information that you can do an inquiry or just do it old fashioned, pick up the phone and call us and you'll catch uh, Megan, our, our reservations manager, usually is one answering the phone and, and happy to answer your questions. We love to have people out and take tours and, and check in with us and everything else. So uh, if you're feeling that kind of pin up need, uh, you know, give us a call, you know, for August, September and the fall. Uh, now's when all that books up. So we'd love to have folks out. Jennifer, you make a great, great point that people uh, ought to ought to come experience it. I think it's important while we talk about camp and camp is our core, uh, most important responsibility. Um, we welcome people all year long. So we'd really encourage anyone who wants to come experience Rock Springs, whether it's with your um, you know, a, a, a business with your men's group from your church, with uh, uh, your family as a family reunion. We just love to have people out. It's a special place, and we highly encourage them to come check us out. Uh, uh, it's it's good times at the ranch. Well, folks, thank you so very much for joining us today on the podcast. And uh, if remember, everybody, if you haven't already, go look up Rock Springs Ranch and uh, check it out. I, trust me, you will not be disappointed. It is a gorgeous gem in the Flint Hills. Folks, thanks for joining me today and we'll see you on the trail. The value of camping and the investment in camp facilities in any state cannot be underestimated. The impact these facilities have on youth and in this case adults is immeasurable. Thanks to Jennifer Lasky for bringing us that story and good luck to the Rock Springs team as they look to the future. You've been listening to Around Farm Progress, our weekly look at agriculture across the United States with editors from the Farm Progress team and experts in our industry. Farm Progress is the nation's leading agriculture information source with 17 state and regional brands as well as farm futures, beef, national hog farmer, and feedstuffs, and the Farm Progress Show and Husker Harvest Days. And it's time to register for the 2021 Farm Futures Business Summit and Ag Finance Boot Camp. Learn more at farmfuturesummit.com. Join us next week as we continue our agriculture journey around the country. I'm Willie Vogt, Editorial Director at Farm Progress. Thanks for listening. <music>